This is the Rogan and Rodney podcast. Heard weekdays at noon on AM 570 LA Sports. Stream the show on the iHeartRadio app by searching AM 570 LA Sports or podcast the show on the iHeartRadio app by searching Rogan and Rodney. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, we continue Fred Rogan and Rodney P. On the Friday show, and on Friday we don't care. No, we don't. No. AM 570 LA Sports. Later this hour, Rob Parker's going to stop by. Uh-oh. He'll stir it up. Of course he will. And he'll have some uh, some thoughts on the Lakers and their, their championship run possibilities. We'll see if he's revised, though, since his last appearance. I have a feeling he is not. But he'll jump on. Uh, we're, uh, we're, just, we're just glad that the... Uh, Dodgers won the last couple of day- games because we, you know, we would hit. We're gonna hear it, but we would hear it extra from him if they continued on this losing streak they were on. Yeah, so he'll he'll be along, and we'll, you know what, we'll hold his feet to the fire. <laughs> we're not messing around today because it's Friday. Uh, but to wrap up the weekend, we we have to come together as a people. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Come on. We gotta be unified. Yes. We, we need some spirituality to oh. carry us through the next two days. Give me the spirit, Fred. You're going to get the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and to provide the spirit, we welcome on Vic the Brick with the Daily Haiku at 2. Vic, good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Vic. Atta boy, Fred. You know that was a long one, Rodney. No, no, not at all. Okay. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. VTB. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show. Please put your hands together, show the love. It's Kevin Figgis. Oh, come on now. Mm. Mm-hmm. And on the ones, on the twos, and the threes, and the fours, you know them, you love them, please. Show the love to Ronnie Fascio. <laughs> King flavor. In the house for you, the yeah. flavor that you crave, <laughs> the vibe that cannot be denied. <laughs> so tomorrow in Connecticut... Cole will be inducted to the Hall of Fame. And, of course, incredible emotions are whirling in, inside of everyone today. But it's going to be an amazing day. Michael Jordan will introduce him. And Vanessa will give the, give the intro speech. And it, it will be a poignant, insanely emotional day for everyone, but with the basket is glory. Basket is glory. It's going to be 
It's going to be a great day, a great day at the Hall of Fame with Kobe. And I'll be I'll be watching intensely. It'll be, it'll be painful. We'll be watching. I'll yeah. tell you, fellas, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not over it. You know, January 26th. I don't think we'll ever get over it. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. There's no question about it. Yeah. Um, this brings back everything again, right? It, it exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Rodney. It really does. And you know, it's funny. Kobe will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well-deserved, obviously. And certainly has his place in Los Angeles sports history. But we've talked about this in the past. I, and everybody has their own list. Would he be considered... I don't know. The greatest Laker of all time. That's how good the Laker franchise is. Got a guy like Kobe Bryant. He may not be considered the greatest Laker of all time. Despite the fact he is one of the great players of all time, Vic. Yes, Magic Johnson, who the greatest Laker of all time is. And Irv, very, very quickly, says Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but if you ask Kobe when he was alive, he would say Magic Johnson. If you, ask, that. if you ask Jerry West, he may say Wilt. I mean, hey, or Kareem. Yeah, those guys are so humble. That's just so, you know, just about their character, how they certainly respect the other guys that wore the uniform. It's hard. I don't think you could do it. Could you? If you close your eyes, you might get five different answers. Exactly. So, so much. You need the basketball deities that yeah. Los Angeles fans have been had the blessing to watch over the. Over the decades and decades and decades. Yeah. Just look how much trouble Jeannie got in just talking talking about top five. Right. Only Jerry West is pissed. Do you blame him? No, not at all. Jerry makes salient points. <laughs> I'm going to make a salient point right now. Okay. Well, we're hoping you will. Because I'm... Bringing out some of the titans for the Dodgers oh, as they oh, continue oh, 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 oh. the good vibes at the stadium. Oh, so yeah. I'm bringing out a haiku, a haiku artist. He ran with Basho. Oh, he did. His he... name is Fubaco. F U F U F U Vic B A K U Fubaku. Fubaku, and he ran with Basho, meaning what? He hung with Basho. Yeah, they ran the streets together, Fred. Okay. They were buddies. Well, you they know, were aces. Basho you know, had many friends. You know, they might have drank some sake and you know threw down some verse together. Yeah. They were in you the know, same play- social club. Exactly. Played a local sake, sake, sake bar. Yeah. Yeah, Vic, what would that have been like back in the day in the local wow. sake bar? Guys oh, man. hanging out, tossing them back, looking around, and just spitting the verse of what they saw. Yeah. The sword on the hip. That would have been wild times. Great, great times of tranquility. But also a dangerous time because, you know, lurking outside the door. I remember what the ancient one said. What? Leave your front door. Confront 10,000 enemies. Oh. You can bang the gong on that. Oh. I never heard Thank that. You. Leave your, you hear that, Fred? Leave your front door. Confront ten thousand enemies. Mm. I've never heard that, Vic. From the ancient ones. Yeah. It's like 
You get into your car on the 91, you gotta zigzag the bullets now. That is crazy. Is that the mm. nuttiest story of, of the year? Yeah, somebody's just firing at people on the freeway. Yes, and only the 91 in Cerritos, it seems. Yeah, crazy. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta get this lunatic. They should. It's, it's horrific. And the other guy that was going with the shotgun. In the chase they, with the shotgun. Yeah, did they catch that guy in the... Yeah. Yesterday? Was yeah. that the guy, the Palmdale guy? Yeah, the, he was holed up in the, in the apartment complex. In the apartment complex. complex, yeah. Kidnapped somebody with a kid or somebody, right? And he I had believe a stand it was a woman. With a shot, yeah, think, a woman. I think it was yeah. his girlfriend. I think it was his girlfriend or... I mean, he goes into the complex and it, you can't find him. That's, that's always bad when they lose the guy. It is. It's very frustrating. Yeah. But I'm not talking frustration now. I'm not no. talking exasperation. I, I am talking... Ubaku. Oh, yeah. F-U. Yes, Vic. B-A-K-U. Yes, Vic. Fubaku. Fubaku. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This Friday haiku... For you, May 14th, the temple bell at twilight presses on the plum trees its reverberations. I'm feeling you. Situational heading, y'all. Okay. <laughs> okay. You go, Max Muncy. Okay. Well, see, he did it after the bell, after yeah. the gong. So it counts. It's, it's legal today because you tossed that in after the gong. Post-gong. Yeah, and it, I think it was the reverberations. That was the key word today, Vic, right? You want the Absolutely. Dodgers to continue to reverberate. Yes, exactly right, Fred. Just keep those vibes going. Your next man up, quality at bats, excellent starting pitching. We got Kirsch going tonight. Yeah, listen, Florida, Miami, whatever you want to call them with Mattingly. You know, they're a nice ball club. They got Alcantara going tonight. That's 6'5", Dominican. He's tough. But we'll get to Alcantara. Dot, one thing about Miami, if you've watched them, and I don't know why, but I have, th their pitching isn't bad. Not at all. Yeah, yeah they, they have decent pitching. So it, it, it'll it be interesting, but I think it's just what the doctor ordered. You, you know, got to give it up to Donnie Baseball, though, I think. Yeah, he he's, is. He's, just, he's steady down there, right? He's yes, been the steady yes. force. And, and even, you know, he goes down there. They give away everybody. You know, I think, you know, he had to. <laughs> he and Jeter had to have the hard conversation. Hey, we're going to get rid of everybody in the outfield. And the two MVPs. And, and you know, we want you to be competitive. And they were competitive last year. They made the playoffs. Yeah, they're not a bad ball club. They're, they're doing things the right way. Yeah. You know, the difference in Miami doing what they did is since they don't have the resources, they just have to do a fire sale and begin. Yeah. Where with the Dodgers, for example, you have to rebuild, which Andrew Friedman did, but you don't have to have a fire sale. Yeah. Because you have resources, right? So you can hold on to guys as you're rebuilding your team. In Miami, they it's can't do It's more of a that. reload for the yeah, Dodgers. It's more of a yeah. reload. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, so it, it'll be a fun series out at the stadium starting tonight. No question about it. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought by our buddy Jacob and Ronnie. This weekend, if anything happens to you, we hope it won't. But if it does and you need an attorney, you know who to call. We talk about them all the time. That number should be on your speed dial. 844-24-JACOB. Accident. 
Some big news about the Lakers. We mentioned it off the top of the show, but in case you missed it, LeBron James did participate fully in practice earlier today. Uh, did travel with the team to Indiana. Frank Vogel uh, said they're going to see how he feels after today and going into tomorrow to determine whether or not LeBron will participate in one or possibly both of their last couple of games here in the regular season, Fred. Okay, so what do we think is going to determine how he feels? Because it won't be how he feels. <laughs> It'll be how those standings look going into tomorrow morning's game. I mean, could that be so it? So tonight is out, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, he's not playing. It took... Because they'll play tomorrow. They play tomorrow, so they're off tonight. So, yeah. But they have some... Uh, oh, going into tomorrow. Okay, yeah. I got you. Said. But there yeah. are games that have a sway in right. the standings that are taking place tonight that could determine whether or not they decide to play him tomorrow. What do you think, Fred? I'm saying... He uh, can play, but if they, don't, if they don't care where they finish or it's already been determined that he doesn't play. I would agree. I, I think it's more he doesn't play than he does. Because they, they have to come to the decision. Where do they want to finish? I mean, we had Mark Medina on earlier, and he said, you don't want to be in that play-in game against Golden State. You don't yeah. want that. You want to finish sixth and open with the Clippers. And I thought he was insane because the, pass, the, the path of least resistance to me initially would be, yeah, you're going to get stuck playing Golden State. All right, beat them. And then start with Phoenix. Yeah. he's he, Yeah, and a lot of people feel like it's a... Why put that? Why put those extra games on you? You know, but if you're the Lakers trying to figure out how you get some chemistry, it might might not be a bad thing. To have to play in game. I'm not playing LeBron to the playoffs. This is ridiculous already. I've been saying this for a long time, at least this week. Yes, you don't. Have. You don't play him. You don't play him until the playoffs. You think LeBron forgets how to play basketball like he needs? He needs the reps. He doesn't need the reps. He needs the rest. He needs to. He needs to be one hundred. Listen, he's not going to be one hundred percent for the playoffs. You know, let's not spin a fantasy here. He's not going to be one hundred percent. You know that ankle is is it's a rough injury. That high ankle sprain is rough. You know, bless Anthony Davis. He's he's been playing spectacularly. You know, coming through his injuries, but you you need a very healthy brawn or at least ninety percent brawn. You know, to go for the repeat. I don't want Braun playing against Indiana or New Orleans. He can watch. He can cheerlead. And let's play Golden State. I don't want no part of the Clippers in the first round. You want Phoenix. They match up well against Phoenix. This is like a no-brainer. You don't want the Clippers in the first round. Clippers are a very dangerous squad, man. All right, I got some news on Bob Baffert, our friend Bob Baffert. You guys want the good news or the bad news first? Um, Give us the bad. So the bad news is he's being sued as part of a class action lawsuit uh, claiming that there are several several gamblers who basically lost out because Medina Spirit was found to be at least quote-unquote doping uh, in the Kentucky Derby. So they basically say that they claim in the lawsuit that they bet serious money on a horse that finished in second place. That was Mandaloon because, of course, as of now, Medina Spirit will be ruled as ineligible pending that drug test that needs to come back to see if it was a false positive or not. So that is the bad news. You want the good news? Yeah. Wait, wait, so these guys bet on the horse that finished second? Yeah, they had bet on the horse that finished second. And they said, and honestly, right, even further down, reading some of the uh, some of this from the filing, they believe there's a conspiracy between Bob and other trainers who 
all, very often dope a lot of these horses knowing who has the advantage and who doesn't and who's gonna win. And they basically manipulate who these horses, who what, which horses win which races. It seems a little mm. odd to me, but it has to be everybody has to be in on it, right? You would think. <laughs> so I don't know where that stands, but the good news but is. But don't they don't uh, wait? If they bet the horse and Medina Spirit is disqualified, don't they win anyway? You would think. So I'm not 100% sure. I can read this line unless from... They, uh, unless fuck. they bet him to, to, to finish second. Yeah. It's, so it says, the plaintiffs claim Joe. there are conspiracies between Baffert and other owners and other trainers to commit the above-described acts to engage in illegal gambling and or doping, horse doping through a pattern of racketeering activity. For example, on May 1st, 2021, defendants entered a doped horse, Medina Spirit, into the 147th running of the Derby at Churchill Downs in Louisville and won $1.8 million as part of a host horse doping scheme in thoroughbred racing. Wow. I don't buy that. What's Neither it? do I. That seems a little yeah, far-fetched to me. What's the good news? Uh, <laughs> he passed all three of Medina Spirit passed all of its tests for the Preakness, so it will be eligible to run in the Preakness stakes. Oh, good. All right, so here's how I see it. Uh, first, and we've had, <clears throat> we've had Bob on. We like Bob. Yep. Uh, you know, Medina's spirit, the first thing he said was, here's why he had too much of that, whatever it was in his system. Uh, somebody peed in the stall, the horse ate the hay, and ingested this stuff. Okay, that, that was a stretch, because I don't know if that would happen. Then he said, no, what happened was, we took this cream, this ointment, and rubbed it on the horse, and that's how he had too much of it in him. All right, so those stories are very different. And, you know, w once you're going with somebody peed in the stall and the horse ate the hay, right now, that's a red flag for me. That That's a red flag. I also somebody think... Somebody meaning another horse or another human? I think he said a person. <laughs> person. I think it was a person. <laughs> yeah. The, peed on the hay. Right. <laughs> who had the substance in his body. Right. And the horse ate the hay. Right. Which subsequently got into the horse. Yes. And apparently that must be common practice when you're working around the horses at <laughs> not, Santa Anita. Not a whole lot of outhouses around the uh, Santa Anita. You just do what you got to do on the hay. So that 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 was like, eh, Bob, I don't know. Then it was revised to we put this cream on him, and it contained the substance, and too much of it got him. And that was that. Okay. So those are kind of red flags. All that being said, you know, now this, uh, there are guys that have it out for Bob Baffert. Yeah, somebody's got it out for Bob Baffert, and now they're lining up and taking their wax. And maybe it's because he has been so successful over the years that they are just saying. Well, okay. if, you, if you if you're gonna say that, Fred, then then you can't scoff at the person peeing on the hay. Because that's somebody out to get back. Hey, Johnny, remember that stuff I gave you last night? All right, keep drinking it, and at 137, <laughs> go into the stall and pee on the hay. <laughs> <laughs> he said somebody's out to get Baffert. It's, it's a whole conspiracy going. Somebody's peeing. Contaminated guy is peeing on the hay. What <laughs> <laughs> <One> hay? <laughs> it's like the, the apple dumpling gang is going into the stall. <laughs> peeing on the hay. <laughs> well, at the very least, nobody was in the stall this week, so Medina Spirit can run for it. Rodney, that theory is, has a lot of has a lot of uh, credibility, to right? It. Yes, it really does because there's so much money involved. 
you know, and Baffert's won, you know, you know, six times, now the seventh. Maybe there was a conspiracy, you know, to uh, sabotage the horse and Bob Baffert. That's a possibility. I think it's going to be a giant probe. But I believe Bob's clean. I really do. He's he's just his savvy, his acumen, his horse knowledge is so vast. I, I think people are, are jealous, you know, Bob's success, and who knows what goes on in those stalls. We're not there, right? Vic, you I never don't know. know. Vic, we we don't know if it's common for somebody to be in there working with the horse and then going in and peeing on the hay. We don't know that, Vic. Well, we know there's ointments. There's always ointments. Yeah. Someone's always, you know, putting something on a horse. Yeah. Yeah. So those are not not out, you know, out of uh, out of the realm of possibility. All right. Well, uh, speaking of litigation, you remember this time last year we were going back and forth with the players' union at Major League Baseball, trying to determine how long the season was going to be, if there was going to be a season, and finally the commissioner just settled on having 60 games because that's what he had the power to do. Well, now there are some reports saying that the Players Association is filing a $500 million grievance against Major League Baseball, saying they failed to act in good faith while negotiating how long last season was actually going to be. They claim a lot of lost wages for players because of the lack of good faith in negotiations, Fred. I'm speechless. (laughs) I am after that whole debacle that went back and forth. And if players didn't want it, then the owners didn't want it. Then the owners didn't want it. Then the players didn't want it. And now they're filing a $500 million lawsuit. You know what You know what this says to me? This is just a chip for the next collective bargaining agreement. Right? I think yeah. it opens after this year. It is up after this year. Okay. So there you go. See, we got to settle this or we can't talk. It's more posturing, at least the way I see it. Yeah. And uh, just another chip at the table. All right, we'll let that go. But you guys give us this. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. one of those. Yeah, dismiss that lawsuit, and then and, and we'll 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 continue to move forward. But wasn't it like you said? First, the players agreed to it, then they didn't agree to it, and the owners didn't agree to it, and agreed. And it wasn't it Manfred. I, if you guys can't make the decision, I'm gonna make it for you. And he tried that twice. Right. Remember the first time he said I'm making a decision, then he came out and said I can't. Yeah. And then he came back and said I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't. Uh. I don't know, I, I, but I, I do. I, I agree. With, now you said it, I agree with you that this is, this is all part of the bargaining chip that the players are using and, and going into the next collective bargaining agreement. So, who knows? Let's move on, please. Yeah. When the world of public opinion, this does not look good for the players or the owners. No. I mean, it, billions no. of dollars. It's a billion, multi-billion-dollar business. You know, you, you guys have got to. You know, build a stable relationship with one another. This isn't a one-year thing, a five-year thing. Baseball is eternal. You've got got to set a foundation of love. And this foundation of toxicity is not moving the game forward. One of the bigger disappointments in the NBA this year has been the Boston Celtics uh, scratching and fighting their way into the postseason. And Danny Ainge, in an interview earlier today, said that things are definitely going to change going into next season. He says he didn't know, can't tell you what, he says, but we'll definitely be looking to make some changes. I can't tell you where. So there's rumors about Brad Stevens. Some thought that he might leave and go back to college. Uh, Jalen Brown got hurt again. He might be possibly on the move. I highly doubt they would move Jason Tatum. He's one of the best young players in the league. But for a team that has had expectations through the roof over the last three or four years, Fred, 
looking to possibly make some major changes going into next season. Well, don't you think they have to? Yeah. I mean, they've gone as far as they can go. Every year, or the last couple, you start and you go, well, the Celts, that's a team to keep an eye on. They can win this whole thing. They don't win the whole thing. So at what point do you go, okay, we've got to do something different here. We've got to change things. Because we're not going to, this is it. We can sit here every year and end up exactly where we're at. And you know where you're at? Nowhere. You're nowhere. You're not real bad, but you're not good enough to win. So you go back to no man's land. You're right in the middle. And when you're in the middle, it means nothing. So, yeah, I would make a move. I would try something. They're in Boston. They're not in Charlotte. In Boston, you got to win. Yeah. So uh, it makes sense to me. Yes, and, uh, you know, it's the nature of sports. Is what A couple years ago, Brad Stevens was the darling. He was the best coach in the, in the NBA and uh, couldn't stop talking about him. Oh, he gets it. He's the best guy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Now they're trying to get him out of there. Um, it, it's, it's, it's much like the Rams. Look, we can be in the playoffs every year. We're good enough. We're good enough to get to the playoffs every year. But are we going to win it all? Are we going to win it all with Jared Goff? No, let's go get a gunslinger, a guy that can put a team on his back and throw for 400 and four touchdowns a game and, and light the scoreboard up. Let's go get that guy while we're still young. Let's go do it. So I get it because they are talented and they've tried a lot of different things. The Kyrie, you know, that's Kyrie. The Kyrie experiment didn't work for sure. Um, but I thought they were close when they had Horford was there and they they, they made a run. But it definitely feels like they're underachieving. Got to make change? Yeah. There's no doubt the Celtic team has not looked right the entire season. And now they're seeing the Knicks pass them. Uh, the Bucks, you know, have totally uh, circled their wagons. Jersey, rather Brooklyn, has passed them, so they're like number, you know, n- number four in the East now. I- I'm taking the Knicks over the Celtics, no doubt. They're going nowhere in this playoff, you know, especially with uh, with uh, the injuries. So yeah, if I'm Danny Ainge, I got big concerns. I got real, real humongous concerns about my my, my my franchise. This is not the Celtics, you know, of your of the, of days your. This team has big problems. Not that, uh, not that I care. <laughs> yeah, no love, no love for Boston, Vic. No love for the Celtics, man. Let them go. <laughs> let them go through the changes, man. <laughs> changes. <laughs> Time! <laughs> Time has come today. <laughs> and that is what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. All right, we still got some Giltini tickets to give away. Yes. You know, you can get those tickets yourself if you don't win them. Go online, get those Giltini tickets. It's rugby. It's so far tomorrow. I want to check out the Giltini. Yeah, Giltinis.com slash tickets. We got to give those away in the next half hour, and we'll bring on Mr. Happiness, Rob Parker, next. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to three. Rogan and Rodney. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Ho ho ho! You know what that means. Oh, yeah. You know that song, Freddie. We know it. You know who's coming on now. 
America's All-Star. One half of the Odd Couple on Fox yes. Sports Radio, which you hear Monday through Friday. You can listen to it on the iHeartRadio app. Yes. Four to seven here in the West. Talk to him, Freddy. Here he comes. It is Rob Park. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yo, yo. Oh, what yeah. up? How you guys oh, yeah. doing? You know when Ronnie plays that, come on, that makes my day. You Absolutely. Look, the world is opening up. The cruise is about to restart again. You all, you just, you're giddy right now, aren't no, you? No doubt. No doubt. All I got to do is put some, uh, put the uh, denture cream in my pocket and I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you carry that? Like You carry like Ben Gay and ointment no. all around the boat. Just, hey. It's, ter- it's, it's like, it's <laughs> like a chick magnet. Sand- they smell that yeah, and they come of- running. Instead of suntan lotion, you right. walking around with <laughs> being gay and ointment. I'm like, hey, hey, let me let me rub you down, you know? What is it, your thigh, your knee? What you right, got? what do you need? What's going on here? Fix those dentures. <laughs> hey, don't let that gray hair fool you, man. You know, they living too. Yes, they are. Let me ask you something, Rob. Experience. Anybody ever gum you? <laughs> All right, we're off. Oh, my F- goodness. Off the, we're on, off the rails already. <laughs> No, baby, leave the teeth out, okay? Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> you couldn't help it, could you, Rob? Oh, you couldn't help I it. couldn't help it. You know. That's Friday. We don't care. Kevin left. Kevin left. <laughs> Kevin left the room. Yeah, that, that didn't happen very often. Normally, he just shrugs in disgust and he just right. walked out. All right, Rob. Uh, so, where do the Lakers want to finish? Sixth or seventh? I mean, I just don't think you want to be in, in the play-in. I think you'd rather be in a series. You could have a bad night, somebody could get hurt, and right away your season could be in jeopardy. I just think you'd rather have a series where you have a chance, and even if somebody misses a night or something, you still would have a chance in a series. But, to, you know, to, to have a bad night or whatever, a bad night or two, and you could be out of the playoffs, I don't think they want to be in the uh, play-in. I really don't. So, so you take that risk of of not, you wouldn't take the risk of being in the play in facing a, a Warrior team with full strength Lakers. They should beat. Uh, you'd rather go and take your chances being the six seed and and face the uh, face the Clippers in the first round. I, I just think that ultimately, if you're healthy and you're playing the Warriors, why can't you be healthy and play the Clippers if they're healthy? And eventually, if you're trying to get to the finals, you're going to have to beat the Clippers or the other good teams in the West. So what's the difference? You know what I mean, Rodney, if you're healthy? I'm just saying you could have, yeah. a, you could have a bad night and just season be in jeopardy. I think that's scarier, especially when you're a good team, yeah. that you could, you could lose one game and and everything be in jeopardy, and yeah. I think I think I think that's the way you have to look at. It. No, I I think so. I think you know you take your chances in the seven game series. I I, I would say I'm okay with the play in scenario if they weren't gonna play Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors because you know he could go for sixty five both of those nights and you might be in trouble. All you got to do is just pray that uh, Steph's putting up the shot in the last ten seconds, and then the Lakers don't have to worry about it. They'll win the game. <laughs> I'm just giving you facts, not feelings. Uh, there you go. See, He's 0 for 9. He's 0 for 9. He doesn't make big shots. Start that haterade. I'm just He's telling just you, it. Fred. Am I wrong or am I giving you facts? <laughs> you gave us facts, Rob. You I'm did just, give us facts. He can he can make all the three point shots and the circus shots and 
you know, dump confetti on LeBron's head and all that other stuff. That's cool. Didn't he just make one in the last three seconds? Uh, Not in the playoffs. Yes, he did. And not in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he's 0 for 9, and he doesn't make those shots. There's a video. Go and look on YouTube and go take a look. I didn't put the video together. It shows you all his misses in the big moments, and that's why I always have an issue with calling him the greatest shooter of all time. The greatest shooter of all time has made big clutch shots. That that it's it's along with your body of work, Rodney. I respect what he's done. He's a great shooter. The greatest, I would take Ray Allen. I would take Reggie Miller any day to make me a big shot over Steph Curry. Well, that being said, I disagree with you uh, when it comes to who they should play. I think they'll beat the Warriors. I'd rather see them open against the Suns. I think the Lakers-Clippers will be a great series, but you don't want to see that in the first round. you got to go through them one way or another, I know. But in the first round, I I think you take the path of least resistance, and that would be Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, you could assume that. I I get it. People don't want to buy into Phoenix at all. Don't think they have a shot. I I don't know. I I think... Um, either way, and, and if the Lakers lose, say they play in the playing game and lose, people will be belly aching that it's not fair, the play-in, uh, you know, you have one, you had an off night and now we're out of the playoffs and the NBA did that to us. We shouldn't have played in that. I mean, it's, I, I could just hear all the excuses. It's so, not excuses. They've been saying it since they announced the play-in. Everybody hated it. Well, I mean, everybody else, I, the people we talk to, there are all these other people who love it. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know what you're playing yeah. the regular season for. Right. Uh, otherwise, you're making the regular season null and void. And they say, "Well, it stops people from tanking." No, it no, doesn't. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it doesn't make sense if it's just about the excitement of the end of the season. Put everybody in the playoffs, then, if that's what it's about, right? Then why, yes. put, why, why make the regular season matter at all? I'm with you on that one. I, I, I think it's ridiculous to to think that oh, that's going to keep teams from tanking right uh, it's, it's not i mean we're talking about there's still going to be six other teams or seven other teams that that are, have no chance that could still tank absolutely so, those so, t- those teams can't make the playoffs right yeah. so so and they're going to be the ones that have a shot at a top player so this whole notion is phony it's just they've been trying to get zion williamson in the playoffs for two years now right they they did it in the bubble remember they brought uneven number of teams because they were trying to get the Pelicans in. They didn't make it mm-hmm. last year. And now this year, they didn't make it either again this year. They're dying to get him in to see, like, what kind, what he does for ratings. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you, but but it hasn't happened. All right. We've got about a minute left. Dodgers. Uh, they're through the worst part of it now, Rob. Are you, are you back on the Dodger train? Are they? <laughs> through the, because they beat the Mariners twice? Is that it? Yes. It's all over? Yes. Okay. I'm not there yet. I need to see more. Uh, this team has, like, the worst with runners on third base in less than two outs. That has to change. There's some moments there that, that look bad. I still the, – the, the, the bullpen, still a concern. There's some issues, and Mookie Betts has to be more consistent. I, I'm shocked that he struggled, and I know I heard the stat. He's gotten more bad calls than any other player in Major League Baseball. You know, they track that stuff, bad ball strikes that they call on people. But still, I think if – he gets straightened out, then the rest of that team will get straightened out. Okay. Well, Rob, thanks for coming on. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely, my friends. You know it. There we hey, go. Hey, Fred. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Oh, no. He, Rob's got to give the hey, traditional sign-off. Fred. Hey, Rob, do you, do you think if you asked Holly, she'll let, you, let me come on that cruise with you?
Yes, Holly can come too. She likes the Golden Girls. Holly knows quality television. She yes. does. All right, I know you got to go, Fred. Yes, Rob. We'll uh, NBC you later. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. There goes our buddy Rob Parker. Who wants to go see the Giltinis? Who's ready to go? Kevin, we have two pair of tickets or one? Well, we have tickets. I know that. Oh, Kevin, how many pair of tickets do we have for the Giltinis? Two? We have two pair. Okay. Let's do it. 866-987-2570. The Giltinis play tomorrow. If you don't win the tickets now, you can get tickets. And you should because it's a great event at Giltinis.com slash tickets. Featuring the Giltinis rugby team taking on Utah at SoFi tomorrow. First sporting event at SoFi. You will be there. If you don't win them, you can get them. And you can get them online at Giltini. That's uh, Giltinis.com slash tickets. Who's going? 866-987-2570. We're back to wrap things up, and we'll have the Giltini ticket winners in a minute. And uh, congratulations to Juan and Hawthorne and Raphael and Paramount. You've done it. You've won tickets to see the Giltinis take on Utah tomorrow at SoFi Stadium. Yes! First sporting event that will be staged at SoFi, and you'll be there. Hey, if you want to be a part of it, and tickets are really affordable, go to Giltinis.com slash tickets. Got to make a trip down to uh, SoFi tomorrow. And now let's bring on Billy Meeks, who's actually a center for the Giltinis. Billy, how you doing today? I'm very well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's our pleasure. So, uh, how has Los Angeles and America responded to rugby? Uh, very well, actually. Yeah, we've uh, we've as a team, we've been around for a couple of months now. Obviously, in the Major League Rugby competition and. Uh, we're, we're quickly building a very loyal and very exciting fan base. So I've uh, been very impressed by the way that, uh, America has taken on the sport. Yeah, I mean, you of all people can can attest to that. You you grew up in Australia, played in Australia, played in uh, in England. Um, in terms of competition, how has it been? Very, very good. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to play all around the world uh, throughout my career over the last 10 years. And tell you what, I've, I've been here for about four or five months now. Playing in the Major League Rugby, it is right up there with the best competitions in the world, and it's only going to get better and better, which is the most exciting thing. Hey, Billy, what happens at the bottom of that scrum? <laughs> when Fred, when nobody well, can fortunately, see. <laughs> fortunately for me, I don't have to be involved in that. I'm actually a back, so it's uh, yeah, it's an ongoing mystery in world rugby what goes on in that scrum. But I know it's just a just two two uh, two groups of big men pushing each other as hard as they can. A lot of grabbing and stuff going on. Just be honest, Billy. Oh, a lot of grabbing, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we often, we've been talking about this for, for the last week or so, and, and, and people are getting more and more excited about it, especially the fact that, you know, it's going to be the first time the crowd can be in SoFi. Are you excited about that? Exactly. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm 10 out of 10 excited. Uh, we were pretty lucky. We, on Tuesday, we went as a team and checked out SoFi Stadium for the first time, and you know, it's one of those places that as soon as you walk into it, you just you just feel how exciting the place is. It's, it's obviously going to be the home of um, some great teams and it's going to hold some, some really huge sporting battles uh, in the years to come. But I think for us this weekend or tomorrow night, we, we get to host the first game ever at that stadium with fans. So if you're a Giltini's fan or you're a rugby fan or you're just a fan of sport and entertainment, you cannot miss out on these tickets because it is going to be something else. Okay, the team's playing pretty well. You're in first place in the league, aren't you? We are sitting first. Yeah, we've been playing some really good rugby. We've got, we've got an amazing squad, really good bunch of coaches, and we're just playing a really enjoyable, entertaining brand of rugby. And even if you don't know what the sport's about, it's the kind of game you can come and watch and you'll be entertained, guaranteed. 
No, I love the fact that it's it's nonstop. And and, and Billy, I I was lucky enough to play the NFL for for 16 years, and I know the contact and I know the physicality of it. But when we watch mm-hmm. rugby, um, it's the same physicality with without pads though. Um, yeah. Talk about just how physical the game of rugby is. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably doesn't get any tougher, to be honest. Obviously, um, nothing but respect for the for the football and um, the NFL and stuff like that. But it, as you said, it's exactly the same, but without the pads. So you're essentially bone on bone, body on body, every single time you go into contact. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, phys- the physicality, I'm sure you'd agree, is probably the, the part of the game that, as players, we enjoy the most. But as spectators, it probably just looks like complete uh, craziness when you're watching it. But, yeah, it's it's super physical. Um, dangerous, but also quite safe for the players because we're obviously tackle tackle technique and stuff like that is in the game. But um, yeah, that's just a part of the game that's super exciting, and we love it as players. Billy, thanks for coming on. Good luck tomorrow against Utah. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, there goes Billy Meeks. And if you want to see the Guiltinis play, it's a great sport, a lot of action. Guiltinis.com slash tickets. Get them today. They're only 40 bucks. Ronnie, Kevin, thank you. Terrific week. As always. Rodney, have a good weekend. We'll do it Monday. Yes, sir. Everybody try to fatten they pocket. So many hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times. Worrying fast.